everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I am Lilith. And I am Eli. And we're back again, week after week. What What did I just say? You said we're back again week after week. I <laughs> am <laughs> very tired. <sighs> let's, let's just go ahead and start with the recap. I'll start us off. Uh, what have I... Been, I've been reading a bunch of manga recently. Just kind of randomly clicking on things on mon manga decks and uh, seeing if it's any good. I've gotten some good things out of that. I've also gotten some really bad things. <laughs> so, you know, give and take, give and take. Uh, besides that, I've just been continuing with my uh, Symphogear rewatch. Which has gone going very well. I am up through Axis at this point, which means I've only got one season left, and then I can rewatch it again. <laughs> How many times have you rewatched Symphogear? Uh, it depends on the season, because I've watched season one like uh, probably like five times at this point. Okay, that's that's fair. I've watched. That's not too much. I've watched season two and three about the same number of times. Uh, season four, because it only came out last year in English, I've only seen it, well, twice now. And then the final season I've seen twice before, and this will be my third time. Anything else? Have I watched anything else this week? I have no idea. I don't know. I did not watch I anything. write everything I... down, <laughs> because I wouldn't remember otherwise. You know I have the memory of a goldfish. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, well, let's see. Besides Symphogear, I've been keeping up with uh, the normal weekly stuff. Gotta say, God of High School is kind of starting to lose me. We're like halfway through the season at this point, and the fights—the fights are decent, but they're not great. They're—they're they're really packing in all of the contents. They're not. They're not gonna draw this out like a proper shonen should be. So it's not gonna have multiple episodes or just people screaming while they charge their energy beams. Yeah, no, none of that. Which is good, but it's also bad because in because they do the opposite, uh, where they put like six fights in a single episode, which is uh, a bit hectic, to say the least. Mm. Yeah, that's probably too much in the opposite direction. Yeah, it's probably because they're. I think they're trying to fit the entire web, uh, web comic, in a twelve episode season. Oh. Yeah. Is web comic even completed? I have no idea. Maybe. I do know there's one. Anime that had to shove a 10-volume light novel into a single, I think, 26-episode season. Oh, gods. Why? <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> like, did they just go, oh, we are not getting a second season? Or we're not getting a proper second season? <laughs> I think it was, it was intended from the beginning to be a complete adaptation. But they only got 26 episodes? Yes. Hmm. 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 
Well, anyways. Uh, for me this week, I had a very busy week because school starting. I ended up just doing a lot of things to, you know, unwind my downtime. Uh, I binged watched all of Armed Girls Machiavellianism in oh, one right. sitting. <sighs> God. Yeah. Yeah. You, you you were talking to me about that. It, uh, <laughs> just I I didn't even watch it. Just the second hand fumes. <laughs> It started off really bad, which was really good. It was the kind of bad I enjoy. But then it started taking itself really seriously towards like this the last like three episodes, four episodes, and I just like no, please please go back to when like the dude was having to sumo wrestle a bear in a gladiator Olympics. What? <laughs> that happened? What? Oh, God, that fucking show. Uh, I went and I just watched a bunch of all the episodes of Uzeki-chan that were out so far. Uh, Why? Just because I just wanted something, some bog-standard slice of life. Actually, not not bad. Uh, really? Yeah, I found the difference between Satanya and Uzaki. Okay. See, Satanya uh, is uh, a total asshole who brings, like, most of the bad things that happen to her on herself. Yeah. Except she's just, like, a total failure at being evil. Uzaki tries to be good. It's just that she's really bad at it and usually ends up making the life of the people she's trying to help more miserable. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> and then she also just casually insults people. Uh, Crunchyroll updated their Fire TV app. Oh. Because it used to have a ter- it used to be terrible. Yes. Uh, now it's. It's got a very, very good user interface now. It's basically just like a standard Fire TV app user interface, but I mean, <laughs> it's standard pretty much for a reason. Yeah. Uh, it no longer commits suicide if you leave via the home button instead of hitting the back button. What? If you did that before, if you did that before in the Crunchyroll app, it would sign you out, but it wouldn't like, the app wouldn't remember that you were signed out, so you couldn't sign back in. Oh, come And you stayed on. signed out. What the fuck? Why? That doesn't happen anymore. Good! So, so yeah, it took Sign years, that... but they, they, they fixed it. Years? <laughs> this has been going on for, like, at least a year since I've been using the Fire TV app for Crunchyroll. So you've been able to get it fixed in the meantime? By deleting the app and reinstalling. (laughs) What? (laughs) Who designed that? (laughs) Or like clearing the app cache and everything. It's it's stupid. The only problems I have with the new app are that it is it has such input lag when like pushing the buttons. Ah. Like it will literally you'll push the up button or the pause button. It will take seconds to register what just happened. And it's not my TV. It's the app. Alright, fair enough. 
Well, you know what they say. Crunchyroll giveth, Crunchyroll taketh away. I, I rewatched the first season of Psyche K just because I was like working on stuff and I need something in the background, so I put that Makes on. Makes sense. Uh, I watched Hamilton. It was two and a half hours of uh, hip-hop, mostly, I suppose. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I, I, it was, you know, very good, but not, not, not particularly a fan of hip hop. Much less musicals. two and a half hours of it nonstop. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I watched that stupid Apple movie, the one made by Apple. It's like a commercial for the iPhone. Their vertical cinema, cinema, which I guess they're trying to normalize shooting things like vertical. Why? I don't know why, but it's about a stuntman who, like, you know, going over his life as a stuntman under unappreciated for being the guy who makes movies happen. And I, I sat and I watched through the credits because I knew that this was going to happen. They hired a stuntman for the actor playing the stuntman. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, they completely defeated their own, their own point that they made. <laughs> uh, whatever. But yeah, that was that was my whole week. Exciting. But yeah, so I guess on to our main topic for today. Yes. Kino's journey. Both of them. This should be exciting. <laughs> so you're a the... decent fan of Kino's journey, right? I I would say so. Yes. Yes, I would say so. Um, I am trying to read the light novels. It's difficult because uh, only the first light novel got an official English translation, and you could get it on Amazon for $120. What the fuck? Yes. Jesus. Uh, none of the other light novels have been officially translated. Oh, well, that is frustrating. The manga adaptation has, like, received an official transition. You can get one of those for 11 bucks on Amazon. Of course. But if you want, like, the OG light novel, which is still running. They're, they're still making uh, Kino's Journey light novels. Wait, really? Yes. I believe they're at 21 now. What? They are at 21. Yeah, they're at 21 uh, volumes. Okay. I... No, 22 volumes. They oh. released another one last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> when, when did this series start? 2000. So a little over one a year. God damn. And then there's the spinoff, which is a high school alternate universe where she's a magical girl. Okay. Uh, oh. Okay. There are six volumes of that. What? How? <laughs> okay. Okay. And this sure. person, this person has written a bunch of other stuff too. So this could. Wait, what? This this is the person who wrote uh, Sao uh, Alternative. Like I had that. In, I wrote that in my notes here. I forgot about it. Yeah, this is the person who wrote Sao Alternative. That's the person that wrote Kino's Journey. The original light novel. 
Oh. Yes. Huh. <laughs> that explains a lot. It actually that explains does. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my my point uh, is that this the person who wrote this is very prolific. Yeah. But so, uh, Kino's journey. Uh, way back in the in the, the far off days of two thousand and three, which is actually it, that, that that that's that's partially a joke. That was seventeen years ago. So yeah. if you were you were born when the first anime adaptation came out. Now it's entirely possible for you to you know be serving in the military. So yeah. But uh, Kino's Dirty two thousand three. Uh, they made it, and then there were like OVAs, and there was a movie. Those uh, I'm not going to be talking about. Those those are not readily available. This is just going to be the TV series of O three Kino's Journey, and then they made a uh, new one or updated one in twenty seventeen. A completely different studio too. Hell of a time gap. Hell of a time gap. Well, see, because... So, Kino's Journey 2003. In 2003, there were only six volumes of this... Of the of the book out. All and right. it is a fairly direct adaptation. The... The first two books... Uh, get pretty much completely adapted. So, ten of the thirteen episodes in 2003 Kino's Journey... Were adapted from uh chapters or whatever you would refer to them in the light novel and then from each of the remaining book four books they adapted like episodes like from like chapters and interludes and such and it was directed by the same guy who did serial experiments lane okay so that's bas- it's basically an adaptation of the first two books and then just a couple of the stuff that came after. Alright. The 2017 version, there were 19 volumes out when they decided to like make it. So they're like, there's just so many of these. Because each chapter can be its own episode. Oh god. Uh, so and how many like, chapters are there per book? About uh, about six to ten. Sweet and there Jesus. Were, there were 19 volumes out. So they're like, alright, there is no way we can decide which one does and doesn't get adapted. So they actually held a poll in 2015 of like fans in Japan to determine what was what was their favorite like, tw- what was their favorite stories from Kino's Journey. Okay. And then those are the ones I chose to adapt. So Kino's Journey 2017 is literally like the greatest hits album of Kino's Journey. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So only three episodes uh, are the same. Well, not the same. Only three episodes are the same stories between 2003 Kino and 2017 Kino. And how many episodes were in each season? Uh, 03 Kino got 13, 17 Kino got 12. Huh. Interesting. So, 
only three episodes yet got uh, adapted by both. The the, the uh, Coliseum, it was Coliseum, Land of Flowers, and A Kind Land. Alright. Coliseum uh, is the one... Coliseum actually got split into two episodes in the 03 version. Uh, it's it's only a single episode in the seventeen version. So Coliseum, and oh yeah, I feel like I should mention this now. Uh, spoiler alert for Kino's Journey, both of them. <laughs> All right, that's out of the way. So Coliseum, Kino is you know traveling along, and she get she enters into this country, uh, and. She is basically forced to compete in a gladiator games. Uh, this country, whenever people come by, it forces them to compete in a tournament to the death. And whoever wins the tournament uh, gets to become a citizen and add their own law to like the country's laws. They're, they're, they're the king of this country is a psycho. So... You know, Kino is forced to participate, and to make a because there's there's severe differences, especially since the O3 version split up into two episodes uh, between them. But to make a long story short, she fights her way through the the death tournament without killing anyone, because she just like demands that they surrender, and then they do, and then they leave in shame. Uh, until at the very end, you know, she and this dude with a katana is fight is fighting, and she fires a bullet, but oh no, he ducks, and the bullet just so happens to have been turned into basically a rocket-propelled grenade by her, and the bullet then flies to the king's, you know, box where he's looking over the games, punches straight through the bulletproof glass, hits him in the head, and explodes. Oh, God. Splattering all of him all over the two girls he had there with him. Oh. <laughs> all right, then. Uh, then Keith is just like, all right, uh, looks like I win. Sorry about your whole king there, but uh, how about this for my new rule? I'll, I'll make it up to you. Who, the new the the next king is last man standing. Bye. <laughs> then she oh just leaves. What? <laughs> oh god. And then you know the then it's revealed that the the guy with the katana that she was fighting is actually the king's son, who came out of exile and attempt to put down his mad father. Oh neat. He also has a talking dog. What? Yeah, the her yeah the dude with the katana has a talking dog. the The dude's name is Shizu. Okay. I probably should have been sorry. His name is Shizu. His dog's name is Riku. Uh, the dog talks. It's it's not a big deal. No no one really ever seems to question the fact that the dog talks. Well, Hermes. Uh, oh yeah, Kino. I should probably should have uh, over overwent at the very beginning. So Kino 
uh, well, Herm- so Hermes is just like, yeah, you're talking dog. That's weird. I'll get I'll get back to that later when I start going to the difference between the episodes. So Kino is this girl. Uh, she's going on a journey. Uh, she likes traveling, and so she is traveling on a talking motorcycle named Hermes, called a motorrad, which is just German for motorcycle. Okay. Apparently all all motorcycles or all motorads can talk. That's just like an accepted fact in this in this universe. Motorads talk. They don't just talk, they have like thoughts and opinions of their own. So yeah, she's okay. just traveling around and she's on a journey and things happen. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Like this Colosseum fight. So, the the differences between the the O three version because the O three version splits it up into two, so that like it can actually show the fights between her and all the other people she fought. Unlike the twenty seventeen version, just sort of glosses it over with, and then she totally kicked their ass. Whereas the 2003 version, like, goes into, like, their motives, why they came to this country to fight a death tournament for citizenship. Makes them more sympathetic. Uh, makes you feel really bad for some of them, actually. Especially since one of them, Kino, lets her live. She walks off, and then the king just picks up a gun and shoots her dead. It's like, from now on, all fights to the death! Jesus. He is insane. I know. Uh, Kino's Journey in 2003 also has more puppet shows than Kino's Journey in 2017. And it has a puppet show. <laughs> uh, okay. In which the, the, the king uses to explain to the people who are fighting in his death tournament, like, why he's the king. Or specifically, how he went and murdered his father, the old king. Uh, went became king. Uh you know, started going crazy. His wife, you know, threw the children out to, like, go and like, try and save them. He murdered his wife. And how he started a death tournament. Okay. <laughs> and he does this via puppet show. He explains this to them via puppet show, yes. Via an extremely, like, artsy puppet show. Was Shaft involved in this at all? <laughs> Shaft was not involved in 2003 Kino's journey. <laughs> or okay. 2017. I think Shaft did one of the like OVA specials or something. Okay. But yeah, that's... Uh, that is, in my opinion, a pretty good explanation of Kino. Because, uh, well, part of the reason why Kino was so particularly upset with these ki- these people and this king for just going on with the whole death tournament thing, uh, was she had met this nice couple traveling while she was traveling, and they went to this country, and they got pitted against each other in the death tournament. This couple, so the husband, you know, yielded, or, or the wife yielded to the husband, so she was allowed to leave alive. 
but she got ejected from the tournament. Then the husband got killed in the very next round. So, and then later, Kido meets this woman again. And Kino's like, hey, uh, where's your husband? She's like, oh, he's around. So, where you, where'd you came from? Oh, oh what, what about that country you told us about that you're headed to? He's like, oh, it was a great country. You should totally head there yourself. So that's, that's, that's why Kido even went to that place in the first place. Kino, her backstory, her backstory episode, or at least what is like 99% certainty her backstory episode, uh, is another one they both share. It's called Land of Flowers. Because Ki Kino's name is not originally Kino. Uh, we don't know her original name. She doesn't remember her original name. All she remembers is that it's also the name of a flower. All right. And so... Land of Flowers. It shows... Shows us just this little girl. You know, just running around, being 12. And because she is now 12, uh, she's going to have her coming-of-age ceremony. Uh, coming-of-age ceremony in this country. Uh, land, country, you'll, you'll see that in this a lot, referring to various stories. That's because, you know, as a traveler, she's going to various lands. It's like sort of like city-states, more or less. Each one's, you know, highly different. Schizotech all around. So in her particular country, they have a coming-of-age ceremony where they, like, lobotomize everyone when they turn 12 How? into becoming perfect, obedient little citizens. Okay. Yes, so they, they lobotomize everyone after they turn 12. So Kino is, uh, well, the girl who would become Kino <laughs> is, you know, sitting there, you know, uh being 12 when this traveler this mysterious traveler comes to town by the name of Kino and Kino's this just like I don't know 30 year old gentleman I suppose but so you know he her parents stay uh, are, are in are, like they own an inn so he's staying with her parents and you know they they they, they talk they uh, I, I really don't know what to describe like a dude hanging out with a twelve year old girl <laughs> but uh until basically he's like you know twelve year old little girl lobotomies are supposed to be perfectly optional and not done to children <laughs> so she's like say what i don't have to have part of my brain scooped out so she goes to her parents and she's like hey parents what if i didn't have part of my brain scooped out and they're like oh no our child has been possessed by the devil we're going to have to kill her so they gather up an angry mob of all their neighbors to go and beat the beat their daughter to death and uh, Kino, the, the dude, is just like, hey guys, could you not do that to a 12-year-old? So like, hmm, a very compelling argument. 
and then they stab him. <laughs> okay. So he's just bleeding out on the ground. Uh, you know, little, little Kino, soon to become Kino, is freaking out. And then the motorcycle starts talking to her. <laughs> and the motorcycle's just like, hey, Kino, uh, hey, whatever your name is, uh, I don't fancy what they're going to do to me after all this, and I certainly don't think that you fancy what they're going to do to you after all this, so here's a plan. Get on me, push that thing called the throttle, and just uh, don't let go until we're out of the city. Uh, she decides that's a good plan. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan. So, so they they ride off into the countryside. And that's when she decides to take the name Kino in honor of the dude who saved her. And got brutally murdered for it. Okay. <laughs> it's, 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 not a, it's, it's, it's kind of a depressing episode. <laughs> That one's... I'm not going to point out every little minor difference and inconsistency between the two versions. That one's pretty much the same between the two versions. The only real difference is its placement in the narrative. Uh, specifically, it comes after this episode in, in the 2017 version... But this episode is way later. It's the last episode of the season in the O3 version. And that's a kind land, the other episode that they share. Okay. I'm I'm very suspicious of that title. <laughs> oh, just you wait. <laughs> oh gods. So a kind land. Kino is journeying, as she is one to do, and she's going towards this country that is supposed to be very hostile to foreign travelers. So this is like, you know what? I gotta check this out for myself. So she arrives, and this is a bunch of like soldiers sitting there at the gate, just like, hey, who goes there? She's like, uh, I'm, I'm a traveler. I'm like, a traveler? Yeah, I was just wondering if I could visit your country. For how long? Three days. And they're just like, oh yeah, a traveler's come to our country. Yeah, ring the bells. <laughs> they ring the bells, they open the doors. Everyone's just like standing like, yeah, a traveler. Ooh, there's like a parade going. <laughs> Everyone's freaking out. Okay. Like, we can't believe a traveler came to our country. Just everyone's being super nice to her. Uh, and that's when she meets a little girl. Whose name is Sakura, which is the name of a flower. <laughs> mm. mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whose parents run an inn. <laughs> so, uh, this, this traveler, this, this little girl, invites her to come stay with them. Uh, she does. And she, so she, she's going around, she has this absolute wonderful time, you know, in this, in this town. And 
Kino at the end, like, you know, one of the people's like, you know, you know, we would be honored, Traveler, if you would come to witness the marriage of my son and this, this person's daughter. Like, okay, why not? Like, you know, let's have a feast. Yeah, Traveler is awesome. To the point where Kino's like, you know what? I think I might stay an extra day. And they're like, what? Yeah, I mean, this place is pretty great. Y'all are awesome. And like, don't you fucking stay here an extra day. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, here. Have some snacks, have some souvenirs. Uh, when you leave, you have to go at least this far before stopping, okay? Just make sure you go this far away from the Ark Punch before stopping to rest, okay? Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> oh, okay. So she travels off, she reaches the ridge where they say, Alright, uh, they said, uh, here's the minimum distance to be away from their town. Uh, guess I'll stop to rest now. So she does. And then, while she's sleeping, she wakes up, she's like, I just had a very bad feeling. And then the mountain next to the town explodes because it's a volcano, dumping volcanic ash and lava upon it. Killing everyone. Oh. <laughs> okay. And apparently they left her a note explaining how their country used to be really mean to travelers from other countries. Until they realized, you know what? That's probably not the legacy we want to leave in this world, is it? But by then, people had stopped coming. And then they found out that there was going to be a volcanic explosion that would kill them all. So, they're like, alright. And then when, you know, Kino came in, and they're like, Three days! We got three days to show how awesome we are! So, uh... <laughs> that's why they were so strangely nice to her. Because they were all about to die. And... <laughs> Why didn't they just leave? Yes. <laughs> <sighs> and then, Kino's... Because earlier, they had, like, the, the parents of Sakura, the little girl, had mentioned, you know, you could take her with you, couldn't you? You know, on your journeys. She could really, you know, go on some journeys. This little girl, she loves journeying, doesn't she? Don't you, Sakura? And Sakura's like, nah, I want to stay here with you guys. They're like, okay, well, guess I can't be helped. <laughs> so then, Kino's just sitting there like, oh shit, should I have taken her with me? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and her is like, I don't know, shouldn't you? Should you? And Kino's like, you know, as much as I, you know, would have liked to not watch her die. A little kid would really cramp my style, wouldn't it? Oh my god. He's like, does that make me a terrible person, Hermes? Yes. And Hermes is like, what do you think? <laughs> In 2003 Kino's Journey, that's the last episode of, of, the, of the season. In... 2017 Kino's Journey, that takes place right before uh, uh, the flower one. Where we have this little girl whose name's like, I don't remember what my name is, but I think it was some sort of flower. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> draws a lot of parallels with uh, a land of flowers. Yeah. So I like its placement in the 2017 version so much more. Fair enough. 
And then 2017 Kino's Journey ends the whole thing with a sheep demolition derby. <clears throat> that was the last episode for 2017 Kino's Journey. Yes, you heard me right. A sheep demolition derby. Kino finds herself attacked by a horde of carnivorous sheep. So she has to climb into a truck and perform a demolition derby with the sheep. Okay. <laughs> the 2003 and 2017 chose to let end off on completely different moods. Yeah, just just a bit. <laughs> but uh yeah, that is the three the only three episodes that they share. Well, three stories. The yeah, only three stories that they share, yes. Uh 2003 Kino is actually overall much darker i suppose in tone and also literally because it's like they washed out the colors and like half the time there's like a freaking sepia filter over the screen that sounds kind of it's not 2003 is not visually the best <laughs> especially since it's from 2003 yeah uh, that's already that was already not great time for uh anime But, uh, Kino's 2003 is also much slower paced. And 2017 Kino, uh, she shows a lot more personality and emotion than 2003 Kino. Which, for, it's your opinion on whether or not that's better or worse, that she shows, you know, more emotion and personality. <clears throat> but, so... Then there's I'm gonna, it's just two episodes that really, to me, are some of the best episodes of each. And I'm just going to talk about So for 2003 Kino, it is the episode entitled Her Journey. That is just a sort of compilation episode telling little asides and things that she's involved with. Uh, the more or less framing device is just Kino thinking about some of the things she's seen in her travels while floating down a river on a raft. Uh, it's... The one that I really stuck with me from that one was the episode where she's just at a bar eating dinner, talking to this dude, and in this country, uh, they believe in reforming criminals. So there was this guy, really bad guy. He he refers to himself as having had a dragon in his heart. He like killed just a bunch of people. Okay. And so, you know, he went to prison, but he got reformed. And he's he he's a, he's a he's a good person now. And so he's decided that uh to an attempt to make amends with one of the the fiance of one of the men he's killed that he will basically become her personal servant for the rest of his life mm, fun so she's like all right well i'm going on a journey and i need a bodyguard so you're pretty good with a gun so 
they travel without. And he's like, so, you know, this is going to be interesting. But, you know, I, I have to do this. It's the right thing to do. So they get out into travel out into the woods. And as soon as they make it to the outskirts, she pulls a gun and shoots him. What? Because he murdered her fiancé, like, many oh, years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, this is like, yeah, screw you and your redemption. You're going to die. Alright, then. So she murders him, and she's like, well, can't go back home anymore. So she just takes off down the road, traveling. <laughs> and uh, she's like, hey, Kino, got any advice for, you know, a fellow traveler? And... Kino gives her the same advice that she gave that guy the night before when they, she was eating dinner. She's just like, oh, I guess the most important advice for uh, traveling around, uh, just don't die. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that makes sense, I suppose. <laughs> and just leaves. And that that's it. That's that's the entire uh, that's the entire little sub subplot of that one. There's another little uh, little episode in that one where uh, Kino's just, you know, traveling through a desert, and she comes across these two people, and, like, the lady's a pacifist. And she's talking about how she's going around, you know, her and her friend? Fiance? Lover? She and this guy are traveling around. Uh, spreading word of peace, and so and in order to prove how, like, you know, you need to give peace a chance, they're traveling without weapons, and they're just going to, you know, hope that the good karma prevents them from being assaulted along the way. Always a good plan. And she's like, well, it's it's worked so far for all these years, and, uh, you know, probably gonna, gonna keep working, you know, we gotta spread the message of peace! And then... <laughs> So she she leaves, and then the dude just stays there for a minute to, like, stay behind and talk with Kino. And he's like, hey, uh, yeah, so, um, you're not a threat to her, are you? And, he's like, and Kino's like, no. He's like, good, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> just pats his pocket where he keeps a gun, and then leaves. And Kino's like, oh, so that explains the five corpses around the corner. <laughs> okay. He's he's been hunting down and killing anyone who represents a threat to his to his friend. Okay. <laughs> you know, so that she can spread her peaceful ideals without being, you know, straight up murdered and left on the side of the road within five seconds. Like the five people that he just murdered and left on the side of the road in five they seconds. They were bandits. Probably. Probably? Probably. I mean, he didn't kill Kino because Kino had peaceful intentions. But yeah, probably. I mean, we do kind of have just his word that they were bad people. I feel like there's a message there about <laughs> the ideology of pacifism. But I, I'm i not going to dig too deep into it because I don't want to be murdered and left on the side of the road. <laughs> Let me open my other drink here. Pepsi. The superior beverage. <laughs> We're still not endorsed by them. 
Yeah, still not endorsed by them. Excuse me. All right, then. So, well, I guess compare and contrast that with episode nine of uh, Kino's 2017, uh, which is just entitled Various Countries. <laughs> Uh, it just starts with this bandit, these two bandits, just sitting on a cliff, looking down at a road, watching the travelers pass by. And, like, the young guy's being righted by the old guy in terms of how well he can pick out targets. So, they spot Kino. And Kino is kind of... She, she's slightly androgynous. She gets confused for a guy a lot. She mostly doesn't get offended, uh, mostly because uh, she has a million other things to get offended about. Like most, like in the Colosseum arc, someone just, just like you know, uh, you know, blah, 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 you know. But I wouldn't expect you to understand that, boy. And she's like, uh, I'm not a boy. My name is Kino. Or the other time when someone's like, Oh, you know, little girl. She's like, I'm not a little girl. My name is Kino. Yeah, so she... Uh, that's not important. So he's, he's just sitting there. He's looking through the gun. He's like, all right. Oh, hey, there's a guy there on a motorcycle. Wait a minute. That's not a guy. That's a girl. A pretty girl. <laughs> uh, and the old is like, so we attack her? And he's like, uh, yeah, obviously. It's just one girl on a motorcycle. And the old dude's like, you fail to understand the, po the point there in that statement. She's one girl on a motorcycle. The fact that she hasn't been killed and eaten by now means that she's probably extremely dangerous. <laughs> that's, that's, that's literally it. Well, there's a flashback to him uh, having tried to mug the person who trained Kino in the ways of being a total badass and nearly dying as a result. Let's see what else happens. In that one. Oh yeah, uh, Kino travels to some place and invents KFC. She travels to a country that specializes in cooking, and they confuse her for some like famous traveling chef. So they ask her to cook for them. So she does. She makes some fried chicken, which is terrible. It's absolutely terrible. It's like super spicy and covered in vinegar. Oh god. Yes. But they're like, you know, truly, if this is like the world's greatest chef, then we're just all plebeians for not understanding it. So they start selling it as Kino's fried chicken. Oh my god. <laughs> literally KFC? Yeah, she literally invents KFC. Oh my god. And then, like, the actual, like, super famous world traveling chef comes along. And he takes one bite, he's like, oh my god, this is horrible. And so he, he teaches them how to make actual, like, good fried chicken. So they start creating uh, Ki uh, Kino's Fried Chicken Classic and Kino's Fried Chicken Mild. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's also the one where she goes to a country where all citizens 
have like a have have points. They get like karma points for doing good things, and they get them taken away for doing bad things. And yeah. so, it, it's it's basically literally just China's like social credit system. Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> but uh, so she she comes across to this country, and she meets this guy who uh, is like the the president or he was the president so you, you you become uh, you become a you get more points by doing good things so he became like a like super famous doctor who like cured the sick and he like became a philanthropist giving away all his money and became the president and became like the best president in the country's history all to like to like to like get his number as huge as possible all right and so Kina's like, oh, so uh, what are you planning to do with such a high number? And just sort of leans in close to her, I want to murder someone. And she's like, what? He's like, I did this because I want to murder someone. I have enough points saved up to where I could murder someone and they couldn't do anything about it. She's like, oh, that's fun. He's like, okay. the only problem is I don't know who. I have a free pass to commit murder, and I don't know who I want to kill. What? <laughs> so, like, someone, like, comes, like, you know, oh, you know, super awesome person, will you kiss my baby and, like, spread your super awesomeness? So he just, like, takes the baby in his arms, and he's just staring at it, he's like, no, I could totally crush this baby's skull with my bare hands. <laughs> just they're staring at it, they'd be like, yeah. That'd be worth it. Killing a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... And then he just like kisses the baby in the front and gives it back to her. It's like... Basically, he... he he's struggling... With his... In, he, 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 he can't decide who to kill, basically. that That's... That's the salient point there. <laughs> it's just this total sociopath... Who has devoted his entire life to doing good in order to commit like a horrific murder except he's basically become the mask and can't do evil anymore okay and then there was a episode with characters who have nothing well very little to do with kino kino 2017 also has like entire episodes in which kino's barely in if at all uh, devoted to some of the other characters. But, uh, so they, they had an episode in this one. They had a, they had a short in this one. And then the, in the very last one is one where Kino goes to a country that makes you drink a memory-erasing, like, potion. If you want to visit them. That okay. will completely block out your memory of having ever been there. So they just turn off your short-term memory. Basically, yes. And so, like, she's like, all right, she, she, like, she's like, all right, can't wait to visit this country. Apparently, it's super amazing. Then immediately, like, hard smash to her driving away. She's like, wait a minute, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> and Hermes is like, well, you went into the country. Uh, oh, there's a letter for yourself that you wrote in your bag. And then, uh, you know, three days later. So she opens it, and it's basically just a letter to herself saying, uh, yeah, uh, you chose to drink a potion. Don't worry. They didn't force you or anything. But uh, truly is an amazing place. 
uh, you, totally worth going to. Yeah, sorry, uh, you don't remember anything. But I do. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Kina's so just... Look how Kina's kind of a prick to herself. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, those to me are like the two best... Well, not best, but two of my favorite episodes from each of the Kino's journeys, because it's like little snippets here and there of her journey as he goes through the land. Uh, the twenty seventeen version, like I said, it it has besides her, it has other characters. Like Shizu, the dude with the sword and the talking dog, he's in he's a much more important character in the 17 version than the 03 version. Uh, he goes on to be like the protagonist of episode 4 in which they're on a ship. Which is actually a, which was actually a pretty easy episode. So he meets this little girl named T. Uh, T shows him around the ship country which is literally just a giant ass floating country. Because he needs passage across the ocean in his trip to quest to find a land worthy of settling down in. Uh, turns out the country's ruled by, like, a fascist robot cult. <laughs> but, uh... At the start of the episode, he's given the option of uh, working for Passage on the lower decks, or becoming a security guard and, like, oppressing the lower decks for the entire journey. So he, being, you know, all honorable and stuff, picks the lower deck option. So then later, when he's, like, fighting the robot, like, fascist cult thing, uh, he, he's getting shot at by a security officer. And then Keenan says, and then the security officer just pulls off their gas wheels. Hey, wait a minute. Do I know you from somewhere? It's freaking Kino. <laughs> what? Kino is basically true neutral. Alright, fair enough. She doesn't care about what she... About what happens, as long as she used to just like continue on her way. <laughs> she barely remembers him, and he's just like, "Oh my God, you're that lady." She's just like, "No, I'm not. I'm not God." <laughs> <laughs> okay. But so you know, she ends up participating in their attempted revolution it fails because the lower deck is entirely fine with the fascist death cult or robot cult or whatever huh. so then uh the little girl t that he was with she gets kicked out of the of the ship for helping him uh so she stabs shizu and she's like you know what come here little girl no one's ever loved you in your life so he just gives her a hug uh, so which she responds by pulling the pin to a grenade and attempting to suicide bomb them both. To which Kino responds with by shooting the little girl. Like I said, true neutral. <laughs> Don't worry, both Shizu and the little girl and the talking dog are all fine. They, they show up again in a couple other episodes. They show up again in the country of radio waves in which 
they have literally the entire episode to themselves. They have an adventure, or misadventure, involving uh, a country that believes, like, radio towers are putting killer death rays into their minds and turning people crazy. It's that 5G, you know? <laughs> uh, that episode is notable for T, the little girl of just total awesomeness, uh, when they're about to be attacked by an angry mob, kidnaps a baby, then pulls the pin on another grenade. <laughs> Where is she getting these grenades? She just has them. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course. She's what, like, how She's old? eight. Eight? Yeah, I was gonna say eight. <laughs> She's just eight. You know, eight-year-olds, they can get their hands on anything. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her her weapon of choice is grenades, and I think she also has a switchblade. Of course. You know the one she used to stab the guy. Of course. But so after they they hold the baby hostage along with like the town mayor to get out of the city, uh, she's just like, "All right, T, uh, give me the pin so I can put it back in the grenade." And he's just like, "What pin? The pin you pulled out of the grenade? I threw it away." <laughs> she's like, "I didn't think I'd need it again." <laughs> There's just something darkly comedic about an eight-year-old girl whose plan number one, her primary plan to any form of danger, is suicide bombing. Oh my god. Like, they have, like, a short episode where it's just, like, tease day off, and just shows her, like, going on a walk. She's going on a walk with the talking dog, and before they leave, the dog's like, tea... Leave them here. And you just leave on like, oh, like half a dozen grenades with the pins pulled and like the spoons taped down. What the fuck? Why? She, she is a suicide bombing waiting to happen. Oh my god. <laughs> they are they are not in the 2003 version at all. Like I said, oh. Shizu is, shows up in the Colosseum bit that was in 03, and other than that, he's just gone. He's not, not there. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> and then there's there's In the Clouds in 2017, which, uh... That's the one that is absolutely depressing. Hmm. <sighs> and because this takes place before Country of Adults, or the one also called Country of Flowers... In which we learn basically Kino's backstory. Uh, I swear, I thought that this was Kino's actual backstory. Because. <laughs> oh, it's this one. <laughs> yes, it's that one. Because Kino. Her character design is deliberately inconsistent. Uh, in the opening, her. Even in the opening of the show, like the, the OP. Her hair and eye will change color, and eyes will change colors, based on, like, just, like, they'll just switch randomly. And, like, episode by episode, her hair and eye color will switch randomly. Like, it'll go from having, like, green hair and, uh, like, green eyes, to, like, black hair, to blue hair, to, like, black hair again with a different eye color. She's had black eyes, she's had red, she's had green eyes, she's had blue eyes. 
it's completely inconsistent. So when I saw this this random girl, uh, with blue hair and blue eyes, I figured, yeah, that 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 that's Kino, right? That that's probably Kino. Uh, turns out it wasn't. <laughs> because at the very end of the episode, after a bunch of depressing things happen, Kino just like just like drives on scene on her motorcycle and Hermes is like, oh hey, what I miss? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> She's just staring at corpses. She's like, this looks like it was interesting. Well, better be on my way. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with Kino's world? <sighs> Kino's Journey, The Beautiful World. It's, it's called The Beautiful World. <laughs> the, yeah. the general idea is that despite how dark and horrifying the world can be, uh, it can be a legitimately beautiful place. Of course, then there's episodes like the 2003 one, A Peaceful Land, in which these two countries like fought wars with each other for 200 years until they got sick and tired of killing each other. So they decided, instead of killing each other, to just go and randomly massacre the neighboring tribals. So they have, like, ritualized every year. They divide the field in half. Like, you get to kill people on this side, we'll kill the people on this side. And they have a culling. In which case, they just send people in on hover cars. With guns. To shoot people who live in huts. And they have a constancy with a bigger body count. Not body count in terms of, like, individual bodies. Body count in terms of how many, like, dumpsters of bodies they can fill. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, in that year, the country won 10 to 9. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell. <sighs> but uh, some some of these just like they like I said, Kino's during two thousand three is all actually a lot darker than yeah, like way twenty seventeen. Just from what you said, like just darker not only because of the color palette and the quality overall, but also just the stories they choose to adapt. Yes. Like, the one where everyone turned themselves into telepaths. Until, like, the thoughts that other other people constantly streaming into their heads drove them all mad. So now they all live, like, 50, they all live, like, 50 meters apart, refusing to even associate with each other. Alright. And they almost, and one of them almost kidnaps Kino, because, uh, he can't read her thoughts. And so, just having someone to interact with who won't, like, constantly bombard you with thoughts makes him almost want to kidnap her and, like, leave her tied up in the basement. Jesus. Or the one with the slave traders who, she comes along, they've been stuck in a mountain pass, she just feeds these people, and like, oh, thank god you're here, we had to eat the cargo to survive. Then at the end of the episode, she finds that the cargo was slaves. Oh, okay. Jesus. Like, even the ones that are not outright depressing tend to just have, like, existential horror attached to them. Like the one that's three men along the rails, in which she's just walking along, or she's driving along a rail line, 
and she finds one guy who was told like 30 years ago uh, it's your job to clean uh, the entire rail line so he's been doing it with a hand cart and tools for 30 years Okay. And then, like, you know, she tells the story, goes on, blah, blah, blah. Later on in that episode, she meets the second guy who's disassembling the rail line. Because 20 years ago, he was told to head out there and start disassembling the entire rail line. So she tells him the story, then leaves. And then she meets another guy who's reassembling the rail line. Because, like, 10 years ago, he was told to head out there and start, like, assembling the rail line again. And no one ever thought to tell, like, any of the two guys who were already out there that their jobs weren't necessary anymore. Huh. <laughs> so even the ones that are not, like, outright depressings are still filled with existential horror. Yeah. That last one, there, there's a message there about uh, governmental bureaucracy. <laughs> but I don't feel like filling out that much paperwork. Jesus. Oh, yeah. They just... <laughs> Kino's journey sounds like a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. So, it does sound enjoyable, though. It is incredibly enjoyable. Especially for me. This is exactly my type of story. Both of them. It's exactly my type of story. Yes, that's true. You are the kind of person who likes Girls Last Tour. Yes. Although there is also the Kino's Journey 2003 episode that potentially implies that the entire thing takes place in Kino's head. Because she's actually, like, dying. She's terminally ill. She's one of the last two human beings left alive on the planet after the apocalypse. And so her dad puts, like, a virtual reality headset on her so she can live out the world of her favorite stories. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'm not getting any sleep tonight. <laughs> well, I wasn't getting any sleep anyways. It... It can, it, can, it can get he it can, well I'm not gonna say it can get heavy at times it is heavy at times <sighs> yeah but jeez despite... and then other times there's the uh, <laughs> there's the sheep uh, demolition derby derby yes there's the sheep demolition derby <laughs> uh, so I guess having looked at both series if you had to recommend one of the two to somebody who's wants to watch Kino's Journey for the first time, which would the, you the, recommend? The 2017 version. Because it's higher quality. That's it's got not, a better variety. I, I, I'm going to say that might be controversial within the Kino's Journey like fan base to recommend really? the newer season. Huh. But as it, it's the greatest hits collection... I, I can absolutely recommend as the greatest hits collection. I mean, like it's it's a good if you if you like this stuff, you might like the other bits of Kino's Journey that weren't adapted. Yeah, Kino's Journey two thousand three might could turn you off of like more Kino's Journey. Uh, Kino's Journey twenty seventeen I feel like could 
turn could turn you on to Kino's journey. Because it's huh. it's despite having some more like depressing episodes, uh, it does have l enough lighter moments to really make those depressing episodes hit. Yes. Like the one where the where the the uh, I don't remember her name, where Kino's master, the person who taught her to be such a badass, uh topples a fascist authoritarian regime in like a week without even killing anybody just by being a nuisance. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I say badass. being a nuisance, she does shoot a lot of people in the leg, but they do survive. They just walk with a limb for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I mean, shouldn't have upheld a fascist regime. Yeah. <laughs> or the one where it's like a roving mobile city that like can't be stopped. And so she's just like, she, she goes on there and they have like modern amenities like hot showers and stuff. And she ends up having to, she ends up fending off a missile attack by a, like, fascist uh, authoritarian regime. Completely different one. Uh, <laughs> that are attempting to destroy a children's mural painted on the side of the giant robot city. Okay. That, that's a much lighter episode. A bit, a bit sillier, but it's, it's a much lighter episode. Okay, I have, I have a lot of questions there. My well, main question see, is, how many fascist regimes are there in this world? Um, Why is it... Do we just skip over all the non-fascist regimes? What what exactly is going on here? I mean, like, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of bad places she visits. I mean, there's a lot of good places she visits. I mean, there's the first country she visits in the very first episode... Which is a country where murder is legal. That's a really nice place. <laughs> why, why don't I believe you? Well, you see, because murder is legal, it's still not allowed. Yes, there is a, they do have a distinction. <laughs> <laughs> so it's legal but not decriminalized. It's perfectly legal to murder someone. Which means that if you try and murder someone, it's not allowed. Which means if you try and murder someone, then everyone else will murder you in turn. So it's a society held together by mutual trust and overwhelming firepower. <laughs> oh my god. And also, they serve like stacks of crepes the size of your head. <laughs> okay. Not like Japanese crepes where it's like folded up and stuff. Like an actual like pile of crepes like pancakes. Oh, nice. Covered in like whipped cream and stuff. Oh, <laughs> that's, that sounds nice. Which is, which is kind of funny because in the very beginning she's traveling there. This dude asks her, hey, you're a traveler, right? Is it true that this is a country where murder is legal? And she's like, uh, yeah. Then later at the end of the episode when she's leaving the country, she meets another guy. He's like, hey, you're a traveler, right? Yeah. Is it true that this is a country where they serve crepes the size of your head? <laughs> She's like, yeah, you'll, you'll have a good time here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, overall, Kino's Journey, both of them are great. It's it's made me read the the try and read the light novels. Like I said, it's not exactly easy to get your hands on them in America. Uh, both of them have great openings and endings. <laughs> Which one has the better opening, though? They're they're too different to to say which one's better. Uh, the first one's sort which one of is more appropriate to the series? A bit slower and ethereal, sort of dreamlike, I suppose. Sounds pretty two thousand three to me. And the twenty seventeen one is much lighter. I, 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 I wouldn't say upbeat literally, but it is it is lighter and a bit happier sounding. Huh. Interesting. Kind of, kind of fits the each series, where the twenty seventeen one has more lighter moments. Yeah. Let's see, let me just check over my notes. Um, <laughs> that is mostly everything. Uh, in that various countries episode, it had two bits with T, or two or three bits with T and Shizu. Uh, the first being those same bandits. Like, all right, there's a dude with a sword, a dog, and a little girl. Do we mug him? I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Well, we could probably kill the dude with the sword, because we have guns. And, I mean, the little girl's not a threat at all. And then the old dude's like, check again. What do you mean? What's in that little girl's hand? Is that a doll? Nope, that's a grenade. It's <laughs> 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 just like... You, you have a little girl sitting in a car with, like, a dog in her lap, a bag of potato chips in one hand, and a hand grenade in the other. Okay. That's... That's an image. T is like my spirit animal. <laughs> she's just like the... She's the greatest. But, uh, other little bits of trivia. Oh, um, this is actually kind of funny. Aoi Yuki? Whoever, how, how you Aoi pronounce Yuki? her name? Yep. Yeah, you know her. Yeah, I know her. We know she... her. She is, she is the queen of anime stroganoff. <laughs> she, she voices Tanya from Yuji Zenki. She voices Hibiki in... Semphogear. She voices Madoka in Madoka Magica. Uh, well, she she in two in the two thousand three version of Kino's Journey, she voices the little girl Sakura, but in the twenty seventeen version, she voices Kino. Mind blown. Yes. See, that that's that's how they're connected. Yeah, because the Sakura <laughs> from the two thousand three grew up to become Kino. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. But, uh, yeah. Just a fun little interesting tidbit. Any other fun facts? <laughs> Any other fun facts? Um, well, like I said, Kino's uh, character design... Well, her character looks the same, except it's just her hair and eye color keeps changing. And that's because, like, the uh, the, the artist doing, like, the covers 
of like the light novel uh, could never decide on what color to use, so they just use whatever color they felt like using at the time. <laughs> so that's that's why they constantly change her hair and eye color. Fair enough. But uh, the original Kino's Dream that was Studio ACGT, which went on to do not much. I mean, they did like one of the initial D's. But recently, yeah. like in the past five years, they've done almost nothing of note, except they did uh, a certain scientific accelerator. Oh yeah, that's that uh, spinoff of, of Railgun? Yes, it's a spinoff of Railgun, which is a spinoff of Index. They worked on it with JC staff. I don't know what level of participation each side did, but that was the only noteworthy thing they did recently. In fact, it's the only thing they did in the past five years that got higher than a seven on, like, my anime list. Oof. They, they've they got a string of fives in, like, the last five years. They've not oh. been doing well for themselves. Ouch. That, that's rough. That's really rough. <laughs> and then... 2017 Kino's Journey was done by Studio Lurch. Lurch? You know Who? Lurch. Lurch! L-E-R-C-H-E. Lurch. You might know them as having done that one show about... It was like a school. They had a classroom and they were learning to be assassins. Really? <laughs> Assassination yeah. classroom. Yeah. They also huh. did that one about... It was like a school. And they were like living in the school... School lib? Yup. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright, alright, alright. Uh, and they also did, like, the... The most recent thing they did... Was... Uh... That, that show with the toilet ghost. Oh, yeah. Toilet-bound Hanako? Kuna, yeah, that called? that was that was the late. Well, they made a movie for like one of the adaptations they did. Okay. That was te that's technically the most recent thing they did, but like, right. the most recent TV show they made was the Toilet Ghost one. Interesting. But yeah, Studio Lurch, Lurch. All right. But yeah, the director of like the 2003 Kino's Journey was the same guy who did Serial Experiments Lane. Right. Hang on. I'm trying I'm thinking of something. Something about Serial Experiments Lane. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one that we're not going to talk about yet. Yet. <laughs> but yeah, Kino's Journey. Uh, just an amazing show. Both of them are great. Uh, I, I would heartily recommend the 2017 version as your jumping off point. And it, since... Because it doesn't... Does it really 
take place in chronological order whatsoever? No, not at all. So would you recommend any specific episode to start with, or just start at episode one? I, I, there's no really no specific episode to start with. I mean, technically, and this is actually, I believe, more easily easy to recognize in the 2003 version, but technically, uh, a kind country or a land of kindness that happens uh, towards the very beginning of her like journey in general. Yeah. Because that is the country. That is a country where she picks up the Colts Woodsman that she has in like most of the other episodes. Interesting. She doesn't actually physically get it toward until that episode, which you wouldn't really know, and because so, uh, the two thousand three version uh, proceeds to basically flash back to the very first scene of the sh of the show. Uh, immediately after her watching them explode to more or less like tell you that this is now where you are in the narrative alright fair enough but yeah there is like no watch order yeah so pretty I much even... just watch whatever episodes you want <laughs> yeah I guess it's not as I suppose if there's no watch order, then uh, no contention over watch orders like uh, JoJo's fans have. There was, a, there was a whole big hullabaloo about that uh, the last week. <laughs> I mean, Mother's Basement put out a video. Rather obviously, uh, the Coliseum episode happens very early on because that's when her and Shizu meet. So the only other time they interact is in episode 4. So obviously, one happens before the other, and you'd be a bit confused over yeah. these characters recognizing it. Or, well, Shizu recognizing Kino, Kino being like, who the hell are you? <laughs> like, I killed your dad or something? Good times, good times. I blew up his head. <laughs> but... Yeah. yeah, there's no real set watch order. I even think the books are particularly in order. I don't know, <laughs> I'm still trying to get through those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, there is a spin-off of Kino's journey called Gakuin Kino. Is it any good? I don't know, because that doesn't have an official translation either. Oh, fucking course. So where are you uh, reading the, the unofficial light novels? Uh, there are fan translations, like, floating uh, around here and uh, there. they're just scattered around. There's no, like, single... There's not, like, a yeah. manga... There's not, like, a manga dex for light novels. I don't think so. Well, that's kind of a shame. I, f I kind of feel like there should be something like that. Uh, but yeah, in Kino... The, the, the spin-off, Gaku and Kino. Kino is a high school girl and a magical girl. Of course. So if you're going to do the high school AU, you might as well do the magical girl AU as well. But, uh, yeah, everyone is a high school student in that one, including the dog. I'm not even going to ask how that how that works, so... But Hermes isn't. Hermes is, like, her phone charm. Apparently, he's her phone charm. She doesn't actually have a phone. 
Kino just has a phone chart, uh, not even a phone. Okay, there's a whole lot of questions, but we don't have time to answer all those. It's Kino. Yeah, it's Kino's journey. We're Kino's high school, I guess. I really hope, I really, really hope that's a, a light and fluffy spinoff. I'm fairly certain it is. Like, it has a ton of fourth wall breaks, apparently. Okay. A lot of parodying of just magical girls in general. Oh, okay. It was supposed to be just a joke, Wait, and then it, it... When did it, it come then out? It, then it turned into a... Ah, uh, let me just pull up here. I have a list. Uh, first one, 2006. Okay. Okay. It's, sp it's spun off from a joke in Volume 4 of Kino's Journey, uh, in which she... I don't know specifically that joke there, but it turned into an entire separate spinoff with six volumes so far. Goddamn. In which she turns into a magical girl with a cell phone strap and has a gun. All the best magical girls have guns, let's be honest. Wait. Shit, no. Go back, go back. I take it what? back. <laughs> I take it back. What? Uh, All the best magical girls have guns? Well, it starts with Spec Ops. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's why I take it back. Oh, God, no, not that one. But, but, Homura. Yeah, yeah, Homura. So, you know, it's a, it's a balancing act. So, you know, two good magical girls with guns. One... Without any Revy. good magical... Revy? Wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she has a magical Revy girl. from Black Lagoon. <laughs> she has a magical girl in the spinoff. In one of the omakes of Black Lagoon, uh, it has Revy as a magical girl. <laughs> She's not actually magical, though, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I don't think she actually has much in the way of magic, no. Think she just beats people up? She just shoots them. Oh yeah, good times, good times, good times. Like she does have a transformation sequence in which she just like sings out a bunch of like gun stuff. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. But yeah, that is Kino's journey. I am particularly excited because. There is a show coming out next season that looks a lot like Kino's Journey. It's called, uh, the Japanese title is like Maju no Tabi Tabi. It's called The Journey of Elena. Uh, it looks a lot like Kino's Journey. I am totally down for that. <laughs> it's like Kino's Journey, but with uh, a, a witch. Yes. So we will we will see how that turns out. Yeah. There will be many words said by Eli about that. There will there will be many words said about this. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, hearing you talk about that. I I don't know if I'll be watching that series. I know you will. <laughs> will you be following that week to week?
once it's coming out? Uh, I guess probably. I mean, I don't really like watching things week to week, but if it's like super good, I'll kind of have to, at least for like the first half. Yeah. That's how I did Maji Record. <laughs> I watched it week to week for like the first half. Then it kind of started getting boring. Got weird. Not even weird, just kind of boring. And then I went and I polished off the entire second half in like a day or an afternoon. Makes sense. It was like six episodes. But yeah, that is Kina's journey. Both of them. Both of them. <laughs> ah, so with that, so that uh, that episode is this episode is done. Yep. Let's see here next week. I've I've got I've got something that I very much enjoyed watching. Yay. I get to talk about something I very much enjoyed watching when it, when it was coming out. Oh yes, this one. <laughs> this is all on you. You were the one that assigned me this one. <laughs> I yeah, it is all on me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in any case, uh yeah, next next week we'll be uh, talking about Zombieland Saga. And uh God. Should should I go watch some like actual idol anime? Cuz the only yeah, context I... I have for idol anime is Symphogear. I don't think that counts. It counts. Trust me, it counts. I don't think it counts where it counts. Agree to disagree. I'm not saying it's not an. I'm not saying it doesn't. You you couldn't count it in the idol genre. I'm saying it's so atypical of the genre. True. Well, I guess I'll just go binge all of Love Live uh, this weekend. And I then feel I'll watch. So bad for you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's Love Live. I've never actually watched Love Live. I just have very strong appealing uh, feelings about it because people won't shut up about it in my presence. Like you can't throw a stick in like certain fandoms without like someone saying, "Oh, hey, what about this?" But with Love Live, I'm like, no, no, not with Love Live, no. All uh, okay. All I know about Love Live, not going into it is uh it has a lot of it has a lot of characters it does those cgi uh performances for the idols and i think there's uh, a girl who goes nico nico ni yeah that's the spin-off that or not the spin-off that's like the sequel that's love of sunshine oh god Oh god, what have I what have I gotten myself into? Yeah, the, the there's <laughs> I should have been preparing. Oh god. It, it's it's love live and then like the lo the people then love live in universe inspired. Oh wait, no, that is the original love live you're talking about. Okay, good. With, good, with good, Nico. good. But it did it did spin off both out of universe and in universe. <laughs> oh my. Okay. okay, so it got two 13 episode seasons. Okay, that's not too bad. I could finish and that. And a like movie. An oh, okay. 
that's not it's not too bad. It's Wait, not hold too on. Bad. Where does Love Live Sunshine come into it? Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to ask. I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> I don't know who any of these people are. This is more confusing than I thought. I already thought it was extremely confusing. Just just don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. Worry instead about zombie rap battles. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just worry about zombie rap battles instead. Yeah. So yeah. That's uh, Anime Stroganoff. Uh, hang on. Let me think here. Think here. Right. Discord ad. <laughs> Discord ad. Yes. We have a Discord. We have a Discord. It has a picture of the food as its server picture. Yeah. It's pretty great. Well, I mean, it will be great. <laughs> right now, right now it's just us. Hey, hey, we also have a bot. This is true. This is true. We have that we have the bot that automatically posts links to uh to new episodes. So you'll never miss an episode. So if you want to be in a Discord with two people and a bot, join our Discord. We get lonely sometimes. Sometimes. Well, uh, I have been Eli. And Lilith. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.